Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In winter's favorite town, Park City, Utah, adventure is right outside your door. Every turn leads to excitement. And the scenery isn't the only thing that will take your breath away. Here, the memories never melt. <laughs> Discover why Park City, Utah is winter's favorite town. Learn how to visit safely at visitparkcity.com. In winter's favorite town, Park City, Utah, adventure is right outside your door. Every turn leads to excitement. <laughs> and the scenery isn't the only thing that will take your breath away. Here, the memories never melt. <laughs> Discover why Park City, Utah is winter's favorite town. Learn how to visit safely at visitparkcity.com. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. Hello and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Straight Fire for Tuesday. December 22nd, boy, what on earth happened on Monday Night Football? Just an absolute shocker. Holy cow, I don't even know how to react. I had planned on doing this podcast here heavy on the NBA because the NBA tips off tonight. We love the NBA here on the podcast. And I had anticipated a Steelers blowout, as we all had. Steelers 14-point favorites. I think they closed at 14 and a half. Would not have been shocked if it had 15, 16. Thought it was a layup. And the hot streak would continue on the best bet, but no. No, Pittsburgh and Mike Tomlin. Listen, we know Mike Tomlin is prone to laying gigantic eggs. And boy, did he do that on Monday Night Football. But before we dive into the game, I quickly wanted to talk about an interview we have coming up. You guys are going to love this. It's with the new meme king of the NBA, Josiah Johnson. He is a former UCLA basketball player. His father was in the NBA His older brother won a national title at UCLA, and he makes funny memes about the NBA on social media, and he's crushing it. And I thought we'd just bring him in, change of pace. You guys know I love to change it up, a curveball here and there. You guys are absolutely going to love it. He riffs on the NBA. Some interesting stuff on uh, LaMelo Ball, 
uh, a great story <laughs> about playing in a pickup basketball game with an intense Kevin Garnett. Uh, you guys are going to love it. Uh, he's a big LeBron fan, uh, so LeBron fans definitely stick around. I will give you a best bet here for the opening night of the NBA. Yes, 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 we're doing best bet for the NBA. Uh, but first, I've got to just quickly talk about Steelers, Bengals. Bengals 27, Steelers 17. If you didn't watch the game, and there was really no reason to. This is a bad game between two unwatchable teams with a huge spread. You're probably wrapping Christmas presents, sipping some eggnog, you know, uh, hanging out with the family. Uh, I know everybody's back from college, and the kids are off school, so everybody's up late. And you're like, ah, I don't need to watch that bad game. And it's 17 nothing at halftime. And Pittsburgh never really woke up. They had a chance late. And um, they lost to a Bengals team led by Ryan Finley, who (laughs) he passed for 78 yards. And Pittsburgh lost. The vaunted Steelers defense got run over. Bengals, 152 yards on the ground. They can't stop the run. The offense is anemic. Three turnovers. Ben Roethlisberger was terrible. And folks, Ben Roethlisberger... You know, I know it's late in the season and he didn't play last year. He's looking pretty washed here. Some of these decisions are just unbelievably bad. I don't know what's happened to Ben Roethlisberger. The offense has become very predictable. Three-game losing streak against Buffalo. uh, uh, I came out and basically said Ben was the reason they lost that game, that pick six late in the first half. And again, another bad turnover against Cincinnati. They were down 10-0 and driving. And you're thinking, okay, you're getting right back in this late first half. And just an atrocious read from Ben picked off. Bengals go into the half up 17-0. And Pittsburgh clawed back, and you thought they'd have a chance, but another sub-60% completion night from Ben. Remember, this is a Bengals team they curb-stomped 36-10 a month ago. And now they come out and get, I mean, their butts kicked. An embarrassing showing. Folks, listen, the Cleveland Browns, they're on the verge of winning, stealing the AFC North. Honestly, Cleveland could steal it. I don't know what to make of Pittsburgh at all right now. Three-game losing streak. This team looks like it could be one and done in the playoffs. I'm shocked. I'm utterly stunned. I know the defensive injuries have been bad, right? And, And you expect the defense to regress a little. But I didn't expect the offense to get this horrific. I mean, again, I touched on it earlier. They didn't get a bye, and they really got shafted with that. Um, but again, they, their last game was against Buffalo on Sunday Night Football. They get a full week. This is the longest break they've had between games. And it's like, oh, uh, well, no, I'm sorry, the Ravens game because it was pushed back after Thanksgiving. But that even that was a weird week because they were preparing for the game, and it kept getting postponed. Um this should have been a full week of rest off the Buffalo loss. And they come out in the first half, and it's like, okay, let's get that Pittsburgh offense cooking. Let's get Claypool in the mix. Are, are you ready for this? Three plays, two yards, punt. Three plays, four yards, punt. One play, fumble. Three plays, three yards, punt. Three plays, minus seven yards, fumble. Ten plays, 17 yards, interception. Three plays, Seven yards, punt. Three plays, four yards, punt. Like, what? This is against the Bengals. It's the Bengals, the Cincinnati Bungles. A joke of a team. The Bengals, uh, they gave up 30 to the Cowboys last week. Again, they fumbled a lot, handed that game to the Cowboys. Uh, They fought hard against Miami. They fought hard against the Giants. They've been fighting hard for a few weeks, but you just expect this. Pittsburgh team, two losses in a row. Hey, we got this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And we ain't got nothing. So an embarrassing loss for Ben Roethlisberger. I got to just say, this offense, how they don't target Chase Claypool more. We had TJ Husmanjada on here on this uh, on our podcast. And it, we agree, Chase Claypool's their most talented guy. He gets three catches for 54 yards. I don't know why Deontay Johnson has 13 targets. I don't. I mean, I think he leads the NFL in drops. He did catch a TD pass. Um, Claypool had their one big explosive 37-yard play. Other than that, I mean, this, this Pittsburgh offense is just awful. The offensive line is just in shambles. I don't care that Connor wasn't there. He's not going to uh, be able to run behind that line. Benny Snell ran hard, but ultimately, like, you know, Steelers catch an L, and uh, it's time to push that panic button if you are Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, let's get to the interview. Josiah Johnson previewing the NBA season. In winter's favorite town, Park City, Utah, adventure is right outside your door. Every turn leads to excitement. And the scenery isn't the only thing that will take your breath away. Here, the memories never melt. Discover why Park City, Utah is winter's favorite town. Learn how to visit safely at visitparkcity.com. In winter's favorite town, Park City, Utah, adventure is right outside your door. Every turn leads to excitement. And the scenery isn't the only thing that will take your breath away. Here, the memories never melt. Discover why Park City, Utah is winter's favorite town. Learn how to visit safely at visitparkcity.com. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double-arm kid carry. Looks like Dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but Mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about 9 or 10, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like Mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. 
Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, so let's welcome into Straight Fire a guy you know if you've been on social media in the last, I don't know, two years. Uh, You've seen his stuff. Always keeping it funny. Uh, I can't stop laughing because he hits all the right notes. Josiah Johnson, a former UCLA basketball player who is like the Twitter king. He's taken over NBA social media. We thought we'd preview the NBA season talking to him. Josiah, how are you, man? Doing good. It's great to finally connect with you in real life. I know we met years ago when I was doing my uh, website thing back in the day. And we yeah. picked up with the big league. You was out here getting it. So you kind of like, you know, you're one of the, the, the original forefathers of this social game, man. So for me to jump it's, on, I really appreciate you. You guys always give me so much credit on here. It's just, it blows my mind. Because I'm telling you right now, like, there's nobody funnier in the NBA. I, I'm, I'm going to start. Well, first of all, let me give you a little background. Your dad played in the NBA. A uh, bunch of all-star games, a UCLA legend. Your brother played at UCLA also, and I think he won a title with like one of the O'Bannons, maybe. Yeah, both of the O'Bannons in '95. Oh, okay, and then you were on the UCLA basketball team. There's a there's a pretty good story in SI from like 2016 about how you parlayed being on the UCLA team into a Comedy Central like writing gig. So basically, uh, you know, I was a bench warmer at UCLA, wasn't getting a lot of time. And I had a couple of buddies that sat on the end of the bench with me, Quinn Hawking and Ike Williams. And we just always kind of just get into trouble and have these elaborate in-depth conversations. Are we trying to get at cheerleaders? Are we trying to do a bunch of different stuff? So that ended up being the framework for the show Legend of Chamberlain Heights on Comedy Central that uh, aired in 2016, 2017. So for me to actually put that to good use, you know, it's super, I tell people all the time, sitting on the bench is super depressing, right? And it's hard to watch those games knowing you're not going to get in. But we found a way to entertain ourselves, keep ourselves locked into the game and kind of did our own. We kind of had like the little major league celebrations and thing like that, <laughs> you know, and then the dugout with the, the foot stomps and all that type of stuff. But it ended up being, you know, it was a tough experience then, but I ended up making the best of it. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of people are hearing uh, it's tough to sit on the bench. You know, it stinks. Dude, you're playing basketball at UCLA. I mean, I would say 98% of our audience has never played in a pickup game like the practices you were part of for four years. Like, I mean, come on, how awesome was it to be on the UCLA basketball team? Oh, no, I mean, it was amazing. Obviously, I love UCLA. I grew up there. I went to elementary school there. I, like you said, my pops went there. My brother went there. So I've, I have a, you know, a love for UCLA that's unwavering. But it's tough when – I'm thankful I didn't have social media as much. We had, like, maybe Facebook and MySpace in those early days, oh, early yeah. 2000. But thankful there wasn't the Twitter and all these other things. So when people watching the games, they see you kind of posted and chilling on the end of the bench. Yo, dog, you ever going to get in? It's like, uh, you know, you know, depending on what the score looks like, maybe. But so that, you know, but that side of the camaraderie, the brotherhood, the the, the lifelong friends and, and, you know, guys I consider brothers that I've made from my time there, obviously, you know, you can't you can't replicate that and change that. And we're about to be Jordan soon. So you already know it's yeah. about to be lit. Shout out to uh, <laughs> our new athletic director, Martin Jarman, for coming through in the clutch. You know, this is what. I think we as Hoopers have been been craving for years. Imagine, if you will, not to knock other brands, but you're wearing brands that aren't Jordan, that aren't Nike, and you go play at Arizona, you go play at Oregon, you see them, you know, with the, the 11s just, you know, balling out the customs, and we got some, like, custom, you know, not to knock any other shoe companies, yeah. but custom, you know, pieces of hot boo-boo. So I'm oh, excited for everything that's going on up there. Uh, yeah, my Under Armour stock's not doing well right now. Um, <laughs> let, let me – okay, so let's back up a little bit. Um. You know, you you played, obviously, a lot of basketball growing up. What's it like when your brother is on a national championship team? Your dad played in the NBA. Like, did you feel like there was pressure as a, as a young kid to, like, you got to do basketball, even if you wanted to play football? Nope, it's got to be basketball. The thing is, when you grow up in Los Angeles and your last name is Johnson, there's a, you know, 99.9% chance that you're going to play basketball, you know, at some different level. So I've got a ton of brothers, ton of sisters. It's not so much a, a pressure thing, but it's hard. I was a ball boy in the 95 uh, national championship team that my mm-hmm. brother was on. So got to see firsthand, you know, Ed O'Bannon, Charles O'Bannon, Tyus, who's actually our cousin, Tyus Edney, you know, who hit the, the 4.8 shot. So yeah. being immersed and just being around basketball my whole life, you know, I think it came to a point later on in life where I was kind of at peace with, with everything I was able to do. But, you know, my dad's a five-time NBA all-star. 
you know, college player of the year, college hall of fame, hopefully be a, you know, pro basketball hall of fame very soon. So, you know, at the end of the day, who's really going to get to that level? There's only, you know, maybe Bronny, maybe Bronny of this, you know, this current and, and Steph of, you know, you think about, you know, NBA kids, who, who's really going to get to that level to be potentially, you know, better than your pop. So it took me a long time to kind of rectify that, but I'm, I'm at peace with it. Now I'm an old man and just, you know, happy for all the experiences that I have. Yeah, I have a fantasy NBA draft with my son this week. And, um, you know, we're talking about uh, how, like, Tim Hardaway, because he knows him from 2K. And I was like, you know, Tim Hardaway could be a guy who hit threes for us. He's like, what, what, Tim Hardaway, he retired, Dad. And I had to explain, like, oh, that's his son. Yeah. And, you know, he, he doesn't totally get the concept like, wow, oh, so does Michael Jordan have kids? You know, thinking like Jordan's kids automatically would be in the NBA. But I tried to explain to him, like, with me, like, as a young athlete, I was good. But then it came high school and I was at a big school. I wasn't big enough to make the high school's team. And I think that hurt at the time, but it helped me dive deep into sports. Do you think on some level, like being a quote unquote bench warmer helped you hone your comic comedic skills and now, uh, you know, you're a huge deal? I think going to going to any school, being on any team and people talk about, you know, you're the negative connotations surrounded around locker room culture and things like that. But there's also the other side where we're, we're cracking jokes, where you constantly you're going up against 15, 18 dudes in the locker room. You know, there's tons of just egos and and everybody, you know, everybody thinks they're they're the best. So you have to be able to hold your own because dudes will come for you. It's, it's a very ruthless and, and merciless place. And you never want to find yourself on the wrong side of a clowning. So you got to be able to, to duke them out and, and get it going. I was blessed to play with a, a bunch of legends, guys like Matt Barnes, who maybe don't get the credit for being as, yeah. as hilarious. You know, Matt kind of has this enforcer, bad boy, tough guy kind of mystique around him. But one of the funniest dudes ever, Earl Watts, another guy who I played with, one of the funniest dudes, you know, when it's, when it's off the court, just kind of messing around time. So having to be able to compete and kind of carve your own lane in those situations, you know, if you can hang in a locker room, basketball locker room setting, I can pretty much hang anywhere. Social, Twitter, yeah. YouTube, my, and none of that's really nothing to me. Like that, that's, that's not a big deal. So let's get to the present day. Um, you know, again, I've only been out here in LA for four years, but obviously basketball is deep in the culture. Um, how often do you get noticed just hanging out and, oh, yeah, you're that dude from Twitter. How much of that do you get in the streets, at the restaurants and all that? Not as, not really, not honestly, if a couple of weeks ago, especially because we've been masked up. So people That's don't right. really, yeah, yeah. they don't really recognize the grill anymore. But I was at a gas station a couple of weeks ago and this kid was looking at me. I'm like, damn, this dude want to fight me? Like, it's hard, you know, I'm just, you know, when people are giving you the look, it's like, he's looking like, I'm like, damn, do I owe this dude money? Do I know him from somewhere? Like, are we about to have to throw hands? Then he's like, oh man, you came Josiah, man, you hilarious. I'm just like, oh, damn, my bad. No, I'm like, it took me, I was honestly in, in shock. Like, wow, okay. I, but it's starting to get to that level. I think over the past couple months, I really kind of tried to grow the account, kind of getting ready for the next season and yeah. taking advantage of the election and a lot of things that, that people like yourself that are gainfully employed by these large networks may not let, let you cover to the level that you want to cover. I was able to really get 10 toes down in those streets and put out a lot of good content and grow my following. So it's starting to really, you know, really kind of grow now. And yeah. I was doing a show with Yahoo Sports last year called Dunk Bay with, with my buddy yeah. Jenkins and Zach Schwartz. So doing that type of stuff, getting clips out there for better or worse. Some of it was good. You know, some of it, and you know, if I, if, I, if I make a comment about Steph that his fans don't take too, too nicely, as you know, they're like 13 to 15 years old. So they're all going to group together and really try to, you know, crowd on you and get you, and you know, <laughs> you know ask their parents if they can send you tweets and stuff like that. So wow. dealing with that, that, that other side of it, but it, it's good and bad. And the thing about social, it is what it is. I, I know, you know, yeah. kind of being on it for, for all these years, you just take the good with the bad. Oh, you know, yeah. I grew up in the, the YouTube culture. So, you know, you look at YouTube comments from back in the day, there was some pretty ruthless stuff going on. I mean, they would talk about your mom, you know, wish all types of ailments and illnesses on you. So yeah. the stuff I'm getting now really ain't, ain't nothing. And it's good to see the good side and the bad side. But I mean, hold up. Let's back up to a fight, dude. You're six eight. What, like at least two two fifty? Now nobody's stepping to you, man. Ever? Come on. But the thing about social is people hide behind the avi and they don't oh, realize. Right. And that's the thing. Like even you know, I'll tell my wife all the time. Like you know, she'll see some stuff. She's like, how do you just kind of put it away? It's like, well, essentially, anytime anybody does that, the first thing I do is just do some quick research on them, figure out what their location is, and just if they want to if they want to get serious and they want it to be an issue, we can definitely make <laughs> arrange that. Not a Temecula situation, but I'm very easy to find. Like you mentioned, I'm six eight. I stick out in the crowd. You don't see me no matter where we're at. So if it ever comes to that, but then you notice a lot of times people on social, they'll talk a big game. But then when oh. it comes down to like, let's see what's really going down. 
then the mood will shift and then it's apologies and all, you know, you know, I was just kidding and stuff like that. So try to just, you know, understand it is what it is. Social allows a lot of people to be like keyboard warriors and stuff like that. So, yeah. But if it's Uh, ever an issue, let's get it. Let me ask, um, and you don't have to say any players names if you want, but how many players in the NBA have reached out to you one way or another? And is there anybody that straight up totally shocked you that you heard from? Um, Honestly, it's it's funny. I got a lot of good relationships with guys anyway, just because because mm-hmm. we know each other and they respect right. the stuff I'm doing. So I'm in this group called Elite. They've got a, a handle Elite Media Group, and it's just you know a group of you know black men who are out here in America doing it. But you know, amongst our members are guys like KD and, and Kendrick Perkins. So got good relationships with those dudes. It's, it's funny to meet Channing Fry, another dude who I'm cool with. But it, it's funny to me to see how these guys are really embracing social because they're starting to realize like before as an athlete, you had to kind of worry about your brand. And, and you look at somebody like a KD and why he created burners, he created burners because he wanted to feel a part of the conversation. He couldn't tweet the stuff he wanted to tweet at yeah. you from his main account. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to tweet a burner and really get this stuff off. That's on my mind. So you have a you know tremendous amount of respect for these guys and how much they have for their brand. But now they're trying to be, you know, forces on social and dropping clips and dropping jokes. So for me, it's just great to see, but I'm friends with, you know, just through, through my time hooping and stuff like that with, with a lot of guys in the league. So they, they understand that it's all done in good fun and, you know, it's going to be out of pocket at times, but at the end <laughs> of the day, I mean, well, you know, sometimes I, you know, I don't have a filter too. So I got to kind of reel it back in and kind of realize like, I'm going to have to see these dudes on the street. So. <laughs> a lot of the, my, a lot of your favorites, your best stuff, I think is the movie clips um, they, a lot of it is '90s movies. It feels like you grew. I'm assuming you grew up in the '90s. Uh, a lot of the movies, like a boys, boys in the hood. Um, a lot of uh, white men can't jump. It, it, it are are the '90s? Is that like your goldmine where you get most of your stuff? Well, I'm 38 years old. Was born in 1982. A great year. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> so Late, late, late 80s, 90s stuff, like, you know, a lot of like Eddie Murphy, you know, a lot of a lot of John Singleton. I'll go through kind of phases like artists have, like I'll go through my my boys in the hood periods. And then my mm-hmm. my, you know, when John Singleton passed away, I definitely went hard on all his kind of classics, baby boy, you know, boys in the hood, things like that. But we'll also just kind of shift and move it. But the 90s for me was a great area to kind of like, you know, coming of age. That was, you know, my pubescence, like turning from a, from a boy to a man. So a lot of that stuff resonates to me. And there was just a lot of, you know, I kicked myself now when we were younger, uh, you know, my dad played in the NBA. So he got us this, this huge satellite and we were, you know, ahead of the time, this is like eighties, early nineties. So we were getting feeds all over the country. We, we had league pass before league pass was even a thing. We would get the Cosby show three hours early. So we would know what was going to happen on the show. And we would, you know, <laughs> We would we would play our play our West Coast friends and act, you know act like we hadn't seen it and be like oh right here such and such is gonna crack, so we had all that stuff and just being immersed and growing up in that world and, and spending time as a kid on the set of different world and you know seeing Debbie Allen do her thing and rock out and just being able to to kind of see that stuff front and center man I'm just you know so thankful and appreciative it's kind of built yeah. this this library in my head of just clips I have ready to go at all times. Uh, all right, let's get to the current NBA season. Tip off is tonight. Uh, I, I got to start. I know you're a Lakers big fan. Uh, obviously, you're a LeBron guy. We can get to LeBron Jordan in a sec. But who's the second best team in the NBA this season? That, I think that's the real question. Lakers are the best. We know that. Who's the second best? I mean, I'm looking at what KD and Kyrie are doing in Brooklyn right now and just knowing that style, D'Antoni, Nash, kind of Amari, just the crew they have in place there and the style they're going to play with. I'd say if those guys can stay healthy, they're definitely going to be a problem for a lot of a lot of teams in the league. You know, you look at the Bucks. I love Drew Holiday. I love what he brings to the table. I think he's going to really flourish in a, you know, Budenholzer system and really get buckets. And that's kind of what Giannis needed to help kind of elevate him. So we're talking about Giannis back-to-back MVPs now, you know, pissed off with how the bubble went and not, not, you know, reaching the least, you know, conference finals, let alone the finals. So he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. It's really going to be, you know, we're going to see what kind of work he's put in. And I'm, I'm worried about the Lakers. I think they are the best team. They definitely improved on paper. But you're talking like a, you know, a 70-day layoff. LeBron now year 18. LeBron's a senior citizen. LeBron needs that rest. He needs that that rehab. He needs that that summer field of going to Bronny's games and banging out in, in AAU lines and stuff like that. So <laughs> he's been denied that opportunity. And AD, another guy I think who could, could have benefited from some rest. And it seems like they're still playing at a bubble, like finals-type level. And, and my pops, 
always jokes, you know what I'm saying? When, when you're, you're in mid-season form a little too early, then you're in late-season form, and then by the time the, the playoffs come, you're just tired, you know what I mean? You, you've peaked, you've kind of reached your, your thing. So I'm, I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful. I know LeBron is not an advocate of load man, management, but I'm hopeful that he will really invest in that and really buy into it. You know, 72-game season, minus whatever kind of corona does to the schedule, hoping he plays around 50 games. Let him, let him you know, yeah. regular season is irrelevant to LeBron fans right now. We know what our what our destiny is. We got to go for Philly. We got to get that five so we can match Kobe. And we can't we can't you know once we match Kobe, we can get to that six and take down Jordan. Even though we've already done that, but I would agree <laughs> for square square metrics and square accolades right. and kind of how they rank things that you know that'll kind of shore that up. You do realize even if he gets six, they're gonna say yeah, but Michael never lost in the finals. LeBron's lost. Like there's nothing that you could say to them. It's it's just a it, it's a conversation that. I don't, it's impossible to have. You, it's certainly not on social media. You know this. I've asked this question to people who I thought had some semblance of basketball intelligence. I, I, asked, <laughs> I asked them this. What's a better record? 6-0 and oh in the finals or 6-6 six and six in the finals? If that's what it ends up being. And more times than not, they tell me 6-0. and oh, My response is always, so you'd rather not make the finals than make the finals? Yeah. Like you'd rather lose in the first round or you'd rather not make the playoffs? And you think that's, you know, in terms of your accolade. It's a weird – like LeBron's the only player in – it's crazy to see that gets punished for being successful. When he was in the East, the East was weak. Uh, he's just he's skating through, you know, no respect for, for the, you know, I think with eight or nine, eight straight finals appearance, whatever it was. Goes to the West. Now, oh, the West is weak. Oh, you know, it's just like, <laughs> which one is it? He came to the West, won a ring, came to the Lakers. There was a lot of last year when he was hurt, kind of just, oh, he's done. Lakers need to train him. They just need to go ahead and cut their losses. And then here we are in the bubble, hoisting trophies, the hardest championship in NBA history, the only championship performed during a pandemic in a bubble, no home court advantage, all the things that we covet as Laker fans. If you've been to Staples to a Lakers game, didn't have any of those things, still gave everybody those hands. We're supposed to see the Clippers, still waiting, still waiting for that one. <laughs> supposed to see the Bucks, still waiting. And got mad that we beat the team that, that won the Eastern Conference as if LeBron was like, oh, I want to play the Heat, you know, which was a little bit of poetic justice going up against Pat, kind of how, right. you know, brought him two rings, didn't really get the thank you notes and flowers and things that we hoped as LeBron fans we would receive, so. Let me try to drill down on why people don't like LeBron. And honestly, somebody should do like a thesis for college on the mindset about the hate for LeBron. Because, again, this is a guy who's, I, to best of my knowledge, never been arrested, never got in trouble off the court. None of that stuff. Been a model citizen after being on the cover of SI at like 16. And we know a lot of those, you know, early fame kids turn out not so well. Do you think this all stems back to the decision and, and going to Miami? Look, I think when you look at that and, you know, people always overlook the fact that he raised millions of dollars for the Boys and Girls Club. This was a guy who never really got the opportunity to do that in college, right? That's the whole big thing when, you, when you're making your pick. Yeah. I'm taking my talents to whoever gives me the biggest bag. But, uh, you know, so I think people are just bitter at LeBron. It really stems from a lot of MJ hate. And as I've become an older LeBron fan, I used to be a super radical LeBron fan out there just riding, you know, 24 hours a day. And it clouded my vision, right? It brought me to the wrong side of the force. So I had to come to the correct side. And I think you just deal with a lot of MJ fans who are kind of bitter. And I grew up in the 90s. And I remember thinking how, like, high level that, that era of basketball was. But then you really go back and look at it, you know, six expansion teams in seven years, the type of output that was getting put out. You know, I went back and just did some research on, you know, basically looking at expansion teams and Jordan's teams versus some teams. In the first couple of years, it was like, you know, he was going 13-0, and 14-0. It's just like... <laughs> These are layup games on the schedule, right? Because you're taking this team that's literally been taken from the the bottom of you know the, the bottom rosters of, of the teams in the league. So a lot of people don't don't understand that and they kind of look past that and they just take it for, for face value. But what we're seeing now is a game that's exploded, that's literally literally international. Dudes have bags from all types of countries all over the world. You know, you're looking at Luca and a Slovenian. You know, when I was coming up, we would have never respected any Slovenian hooper. Not, you know, <laughs> no, no disrespect to Slovenia, but oh, yeah. I got a Slovenian dude on me. I'm about to go for 40. This is not this is not a question. To Luca now arguably being the best player in the NBA. So you've seen the way that the game is just skyrocketed the league hasn't expanded i want to say since like 2003 or whatever it was you know so in terms of teams so you're literally it's now caught up so you're getting to the highest level of basketball so what lebron's doing now in year 18 is unbelievable it's unprecedented you know i saw that guy back in like 2015 i think in a series against the bulls i was in cleveland high ankle sprain that high ankle sprain would have normally sidelined a guy for two to three weeks 
LeBron rubbed some testing on it, took like two minutes on the bench, came back out and dropped. You know, I mean, it's just like things that you, you shouldn't, you know, as a human being be able to see as a basketball player. So the way he takes care of his body, his mind, and his contribution to the game, even beyond basketball, you look at him as a as a man and what he's doing, it's hard to be like, oh, I can't really rock with that guy. It's just like how? Like what? It's just weird. Yeah. You made, um, you made a good point. Uh, you know, you said <laughs> Slovenians in the 90s. I mean, remember Tony Kukoc? We, we saw that in Last Dance. Uh, they they just went at him and mocked him at, at, at the Olympic team, and now try to do that with Luka Doncic. We saw the Clippers try it, and, and he fought, basically fought back and took them all down by himself without Porzingis. Like won a game. Like Luka's incredible. Is he your MVP pick for this year? It's it's look. I, I'm always riding with LeBron. I think LeBron should have won it last year, regardless mm-hmm. of. I know Giannis had the. And this is the thing you deal with people, and it's like, well, Giannis had a historic year. It's like, okay, how historic was it? Did he get finals MVP? Like, what, yeah. what the, where was, when's the parade? Like, okay, so what are we saying? Because when LeBron does these type of things, I'm, I hear terms like stat padding or, you know, things that guys don't ever – oh, you know, of course he can do that. Look at his team, that kind of situation. And I think what LeBron was able to do, obviously, in the Western Conference, which was the, the significantly better conference, and just raise the stakes and raise the bar. But now I'm looking at Luka. If Luka stays healthy – I don't know how you stop that guy. Yeah, he looks like me. He's built like he, you know, he just down six packs all day, but he gets on the court and just gives you straight buckets, like built like straight, like yeah, you know, like a retired tight end type body, but goes out there beast mode, just gets buckets, playing efficient and playing at a level where you know every time you watch that guy, literally, I, I you know, I scream loudly, you know, audibly, you know, impromptu just watching him like that game winner on the Clippers, just like oh yeah, what do you? What, what more do you want to see from, you know, and you just see those moments, like you look at Kobe's career, you see those moments that define his career and elevate him to that next level. You look at LeBron, same situation. And now you're looking at Luke and like, this dude's going to be a problem and don't let him and Giannis or somehow whatever in these, these stars and whatever, you know, team up with some of these great Euro dudes. You might really just see a domination of Euros like we've never seen. Mm. Uh, let me quickly ask you about Zion Williamson. It's weird. Him and Luca, uh, you know, basically young guys, and everybody said, oh, would you rather have Luca or Zion? And instantly Luca takes off last year, goes to the playoffs. Um, I feel like there's almost no Zion buzz right now. And he, I read reports he lost like 25 pounds. He's playing big minutes in the preseason. I have a feeling he's going to sneak up on people this year. Um, are you surprised there's no more Zion excitement at this point? I think we all we all drink, and I'm still drinking it. The, the Zion Kool Aid early last year, you know, hoping that he was obviously going to be the the lot for Rookie of the Year, you know, over Ja. He gets hurt, and kind of you forget about him a little bit. You know, the Pelicans kind of you know just kind of faded to oblivion. So you hope this year that he's going to really have a chance to do it because what I saw in the limited sample size was like, who's really going to want to guard this? He's the type of dude yeah. when you have to guard him, you're honestly like, come on, dog. Somebody else help. I need somebody else get this dude. So to see the way that he's, you know, got his body right. I know that was kind of the big knock. I was a little confused how they had, you know, four or five months off. He came back to the bubble and he looks, you know, still kind of out of shit. And it's like, wait, you just had, you just had, and you're young. Like, you know what I mean? You're like, you know, you're a young dude. How, how did, the recovery should have been there. But now him actually having a little bit more time, you know, kind of benefiting from them, you know, not making the playoffs to to get get that rest get that rejuvenation kind of get over that first rookie year which is always a pain in the butt let alone in a pandemic where you know you have the longest season in league history and all that good stuff so i think zion will be ready to make noise i'm a big fan of lonzo bi that whole crew it really pained me to see lebron have to trade them for ad you know i'm, I'm a big lavar guy and just a big believer in the whole you know big baller culture so between lonzo and Lamelo, you know i just look at lonzo like he didn't get a fair shake in L.A. I think a lot of people didn't really appreciate what he brings to the table, and I'm hopeful that with this squad he has now, he'll be able to really do what he does, and that's kind of be that that J-Kid type facilitator with, with the janky jumper. My uh, my guess is you're going to do a lot of LaMelo Ball stuff uh, this season. I, I got to be honest, I'm impressed with the preseason stuff I've seen. I think he's going to have a good year, man. Gordon Hayward is a good kind of fulcrum in that offense. I think LaMelo can... He could put up like twelve and seven, maybe. Is that is that too ambitious? The thing about Lamelo, my older brother Chris actually was a, was a coach in the JBA, and you've seen the way that Lavar, you know, from from Lithuania to starting the JBA, which I would argue was significantly better talent level than high school. You got guys in their you know early twenties, you know, grown men literally fighting and scratching and clawing to keep their basketball dreams alive, going against this you know seventeen year old kid, and 
Lamelo was out there holding his own, really getting it, giving these dudes buckets. A lot of the same stuff I'm seeing now translate to NBA games, which you never really know till the kid gets out there. But those full court dimes and just his court vision, you know, you look at Lonzo and Lonzo's court vision, and it's impressive. And you almost think Lamelo may have better court vision than Lonzo, which is one of the ultimate compliments you can give somebody. So looking at Lamelo, I think, you know, Jordan selected him for a reason. He seems to me like a guy who doesn't – he's never really phased by stuff. He's used to – it's funny, like, watching watching Lonzo and that, that Chino Hills crew, Lonzo always struck me as this kind of quiet, like, shy kid. Yeah. Then you look at his, like, he was doing, like, live streams at the crib and the way he was cracking jokes and clowning each other. And he just let it be known that he's, he's really kind of, you know, in that house, you had to be able to hold your own, kind of like we were talking about locker rooms earlier. So LaMelo's kind of hurt it all. He's not really going to be phased by no trash talk, nothing that's going on. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about a kid who skipped the eighth grade, I believe, to go to high school and was on the number one team in the nation. You know what I mean? The, the undefeated, playing the highest level of basketball, playing against future pros out there holding his own. It's just stuff you've never really seen. So ever since that kid was 13, 14 years old, we knew that he was destined to kind of be doing what he's doing right now. So I'm excited to see him again. If he can stay healthy, who's going to stop him? One last one before I get to the final question. So would you say the big difference between Lonzo and LaMelo is Lonzo's kind of quiet and reserved and LaMelo, I don't want to say looks cocky, but he looks like he's so confident that he fears nothing. The thing about Lonzo, the thing is Lonzo's not even quiet and reserved. Lonzo gives that impression maybe to the public, but you got Lonzo dropping albums, cracking jokes on dudes, you know, okay. doing TV shows, all that type of stuff. So LaMelo as the youngster the most, right? He's going to get it from, from, from Lonzo and from Jello. So he's got to be able to hold. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. His own. You're talking about a 13, 14 year old kid out here playing with grown, you know, 18 year old high schoolers and getting buckets. You know, at no point looking like, damn, get this kid off the court. He's out there getting buckets, shooting shots. So I can only imagine over the last five, six years to Lithuania, where you're dealing with dudes who don't speak the language. Nobody cares about big baller brand out there. You're going up against playing these 
these, these hungry Euros to the JBA, same situation you're playing against these grown men that, that are all fighting and scratching and clawing to, to be able to keep their dreams alive. Like he's dealt with it already. It wasn't a traditional path and it remains to be seen how it will work out. But I think LeVar deserves a lot of credit for literally, you know, I remember every step of the way, oh, Lithuania, LeVar's going to clown. How can you do that to your kid? He should have a high school experience. JBA, well, you know, LeVar's trying to start his own league. Next thing you know, we get the G League Ignite. Like, these things aren't coincidences, right? Yeah. Next thing you know, oh, wait, the NBA is doing the same exact thing. NBA is doing their own JBA to now LaMelo getting, you know, I think I would have loved to see him in the Warriors with Steph and Clay and what they would have been able to do to his game. Like, it's, it's you know, I love Wiseman, but don't get, you know, LaMelo getting his tutelage from Steph, I think, would have created a monster that nobody would have really yeah. been prepared for. But now getting that same type of situation from Jordan, who obviously is a gold standard for some, I think, you know, a lot's going to be expected of him. A lot always has been, and he's always delivered to this point, so I don't anticipate that changing. All right, I'll go out on this one, uh, Josiah. The best guy you've ever dunked on or gone up against in pickup hoops out at UCLA? Uh, best guy I've gone, gone up against in pickup hoops, uh, Kevin Garnett. I had to... I had to I had to guard Kevin Garnett um, for, for for a summer. He came through, and you know, and it's like I'm in I'm in college at this point. It's like he's he's arguably the best player in the league around this time, if not one of the top five. You know, and I remember, uh, you know, I'm, I'm guarding the dude in his pickup, right? So there's this trick where if a guy's shooting, you can you can hit their elbow, and it'll it'll right. fuck their shot up. Yeah, and yeah. you know, it, it, you know, no ref there to call it. So my dumbass does that to KG, right? KG literally stops the game, proceeds to just like cuss me out, rip me apart. But after that, after that, I was board, a board machine, getting buckets, doing stuff. I used to always kill in those games because NBA guys would be going about 45, 50%, and I'm going about 118 just because I don't want to get embarrassed or exposed going against these dudes. So always, but there's a lot of Paul Pierce, you know, Baron Davis, Baron, who I, I grew up with, and, you know, a few years older than me, but Baron, you know, if you would have saw Baron before he suffered his knee injury in college, like the stuff that he was doing, and even after that, we're just like oh, he's yeah. one, one of my favorite players ever, just a great dude. But having to be on the court with these guys and I'm looking at my body and I'm looking at their bodies and it's just like, all right, you guys are pros. My, my, my career is probably going to end after college. So let me go ahead and figure something else yeah. out. Good stuff, dude. All right, Josiah Johnson. Follow him, uh, King Josiah on Twitter. And, uh, you know, continued success with this uh, awesome brand you're building, man. I love to see it. Congratulations. Oh, man, I appreciate you for having me. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. All right, it's time for the best bet here on Straight Fire and the Pittsburgh Steelers' idiotic bet. That was a loss, ending what was a pretty prolific streak. Hopefully you guys got on board and uh, over the weekend, just on fire last week, just hitting on all cylinders. Gotta love it. But that loss drops us to 60 wins 48 losses, five ties. And if you remember, a lot of the record early was built on NBA hot streak during the playoffs. I was just cashing left and right. It was awesome. And I'm going to go with a player prop 
for opening night. Uh, I got to confess, I don't love a side in the Warriors-Nets game. Draymond Green out. Um, and Lakers-Clippers, I kind of want to lean Clippers because the Lakers had so much turnover. Um, but I don't know. I, I I don't know what to expect from the Clippers. Um, like, I, I'm fascinated by the game. I can't wait. You know, obviously, uh, should should be a barn burner. Uh, should, did I just say barn burner? I, I believe I did. Um, I, I think for some reason, the Lakers were going to see a little bit of regression. Um, there's just so much turnover. Uh, we do not expect LeBron to play as many games um, as he did last year. Listen, they're coming off the championship. There's no need to force things uh, and risk an injury. LeBron turns 36 here in like a week, 10 days. Uh, so I'm going to pass on that one. Um, I, the only thing I would really look at would be the under. Um, I'm going to pass on that. Under 222 is a good look, I believe. However, my bet for opening night, are you ready for this? A little exotic. Kelly Oubre over 17 and a half points. I am bullish, extremely bullish on Kelly Oubre this year. Um, I think he's almost underrated. He's a bucket getter, and we know the Warriors without Draymond Green, are going to play no defense. They're going to run up and down the court, jack threes, and just score as many points as they can. And Kelly Oubre gets buckets. I don't know, uh, you know, Weissman had COVID recently. Who knows what he's going to produce. Uh, Paschal, Marquise Chris, I don't think they're going to be looking to score. This is going to be the Steph Curry, Wiggins, Oubre show. And I don't trust Wiggins. I think Oubre's a real nice player. Um... I'm bullish on him this season, so I will go over 17.5 points for Kelly Oubre. Yeah! We're digging deep, folks. Best bet for Tuesday night. We'll be back tomorrow. Yes, we'll do another podcast. Um, I know it's a holiday week. A lot of people want to take time off. Not here. We grind on Straight Fire. Talk to you tomorrow. In winter's favorite town, Park City, Utah, adventure is right outside your door. Every turn leads to excitement. And the scenery isn't the only thing that will take your breath away. Here, the memories never melt. (laughs) Discover why Park City, Utah is winter's favorite town. Learn how to visit safely at visitparkcity.com. In winter's favorite town, Park City, Utah, adventure is right outside your door. Every turn leads to excitement. And the scenery isn't the only thing that will take your breath away. Here, the memories never melt. (laughs) Discover why Park City, Utah is winter's favorite town. Learn how to visit safely at visitparkcity.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you did it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.